welcome to another episode of Harley Adulting. I'm your host, Jasmine, and we do have another guest host today. I would like for her to introduce herself. Oh, hey. All right. Um, my name is Brittany, Brittany Fauntleroy. Um, I'm excited to be here today. I am your bartender slash... I don't even know. I got too many titles. We might get into that a little bit later, but hey, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, um, I met Brittany at my favorite restaurant and bar, Get It In. Um, speaking of Get It In, some mix and mingle going on January 29th and February 5th for the LGBT community. Um, come out, get a bull. It's from 6 to 9, 90s vibes, 90s R&B all night. Um, follow the social media. You'll get more information. And I hope to see you there. But um, Brittany does, well, has been doing or did a segment called Millennial Mingles. And um, I had a chance to check it out and her and I talked about it some. And so I liked her point of view on a lot of things. And she's, you know, older than me. So I feel like she's a lot more. <laughs> Not that much older. <laughs> don't, 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 don't hurt A lot feelings. more experienced than I am when it comes to this dating thing. So I wanted to bring her on um, so we can have some, you know, chit-chat. Have, have a conversation about millennials and how we date and how we mingle with each other. Yes. Uh, um, so wanted to get into it. Uh, welcome. Good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary, you know, inclusivity is still here. So, uh, let me think. I didn't have any fails this week. Not that I... Yeah, not maybe. that I think I... No? No, actually I haven't. Like, I've been doing really good, you guys. Um... I haven't bought any sneakers because (laughs) I have other things to do uh, with my money. Um, So I have a lot of things to prepare for. Some, you know, I'm preparing for another podcast. So that costs money. Um, So haven't had any fails in a while as far as my dating. So I know last episode I didn't really get into my dating because I wanted you guys to get the full experience of Shakti Coffee. But Coffee, I'm sorry. Um... So, I went on two dates, I think. No, I went on one. And you guys, um, you know, she was cool. She was a little older. Long story short, you know, we went out. She really didn't look like what was on (laughs) her picture on the app. Um, She had kids. And you guys know how I feel about dating people with kids. And she left that part out. But that wasn't the kicker. The kicker was where we went. She was like, hey, can I tell you something? I'm like, sure. She's like, my baby fall being here. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> and so I'm looking around. She's like, don't worry. He's a bitch. He ain't seen his son in forever. He ain't going to do shit. He a little, he a cruddy little mother. Like, he, she's just going off on him. I'm just like, okay, sis. She's like, I don't even think he see me. Well, it ain't too many people in this bosses, so um, I think he see you and me. <laughs> um, oh, God. She was like, he ain't going to say nothing. He a bitch. No. Oh, okay. All right. And I haven't spoken to her since. She was in trouble. Right. I was like, nah. But she was cool. Like, she was, you know, a little hood. She only asked me, like, three questions the whole time. How many had tattoos I had, if I had kids, and what I do for a living. Um, I could have actually seen myself being friends with her, but... We, I haven't spoken to her since. Um, I was asked 
to be a third in a relationship. Oh, my. Yes. I was like. Keep it spicy. I said, oh, wow. I don't know if that's a compliment or if that's, um, I don't know how to take that. But uh, told him, never mind. I did think about it, though. (laughs) Real quick. I thought about it. I was like, so is this a part-time thing or, like, a full-time thing? Like, would I have to be involved all the time or would it? Only be sometimes. Like, what's the rules? Right. But she was like, no, I want you to be a part of my triad on a full-time basis. Never. Wow. I'm like, right. <laughs> I said, nah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> like, when I tell y'all the craziness that has gone down, um, I'm on another app now. I'm still on all the apps. I'm on another app called Lex. It's like mm. this bi, queer, non-binary app, whatever. And so, like, the you can put personal. So you don't necessarily put your picture on there. You just write up this personal ad like you would in the newspaper. And people either like it, respond, whatever. But it's really weird. Like, the people in there are really weird. And I don't know if it's How just the Baltimore <laughs> or the D.C. people. I'm not going to say they're weird because they're not. They're just into things that I'm not into. Okay. So it's like... A lot of dominatrix type people yeah. in there. It's a, uh, it's a lot of people. You don't like a couple whips and chains. Nah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people that just want to make out. I'm like, ew. <laughs> um, it's just like the DC Baltimore area is just like okay, not really interested in this. I mean, y'all know I'm going through a whole phase right now, so I'm not really looking for nothing too serious. But I don't want that. Um, <laughs> I don't want that kind of energy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on that app now. I did meet someone else. We were talking. But this will kind of lead us into um, the conversation. And she was older. I'm 29, as you all know. She was 35. And so she was like, well, I'm apprehensive because you're only 29. I'm like, okay, well, you came to me. I didn't come to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like, I'm like, either you with it or you're not. And she was just like, well, that's a six-year age difference. Either you're with it or you're not. <laughs> so she was like, well, I guess I'm with it because here I am. So we had all but two conversations in one week. I'm just like, because her, her communication was terrible. Oh, my. So I'm just like, you are coming at me about my age but you have horrible communication skills so it's like i'm not i'm not doing this um right you came to me and then you have the nerve to have horrible communication (laughs) so it's just like yeah nah um i'm okay but i think that a lot of people in this generation the millennial generation have poor communication Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and I, I, I feel like a lot of people want to be with people, but they want to do it on their time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we have too many benefits right now of time. Like we we can do whatever we want. We can touch things whenever we want to. Microwave expectations is at a whole new level now. Like we we freaking beam it in like Scotty. Like Bing, it's done. So. With having that type of freedom, I don't think we really know how to use that power appropriately just yet. So we're really taking advantage at this point. Yeah, I just <laughs> feel like a lot of people, like, I, I don't know if this is even a thing, but I think it's like introverted dating. Like, mm. you want to date, 
but you don't want to do it outgoingly. It's like, all right, I like you. You know, I like this we <laughs> we yeah. have like good community. Like we 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 have a good vibe, <laughs> but I only want to see you maybe once or twice a week. I, Other than that, I want my time. That, I want I want oh, the time to myself. I feel so conflicted because that's <laughs> such a great definition, and I feel that vibe though. Like I like that. Like I like that type of lifestyle, and that shouldn't be right. Like right? Like is that good? No. Oh, I know. I'm so bad. Please. I'm the wrong one. Because <laughs> we're so busy. It's like we're in a generation where we realize that the 9 to 5 and the 40, 40, 40 plan is not working. So many of us millennials are trying to find our gifts and our talents. And we're out here trying to get this thing called life through entrepreneurship and, you know, owning your own craft. And it's just not easy to maintain a relationship and success. I mean, Kanye said it best, yeah? You know, it's like you can't have them both sometimes. So a lot of times you only can make time where time is really available. And a lot of times it might not be many days out the week. But I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that I understand why that concept is getting a little bit more fluid these days. I mean, I understand it too. Like, I think you and I had a conversation. I'm a very intense person. So yeah. introverted dating for me just does not work. Yes. <laughs> Between all of my signs, my moon, my rising, my sun, I can't do it. It's, it I need time. I, I need time. I need a, I, And it's like weird because I, I know a lot of people like me. And I understand us. And it's like we don't need attention. Mm. It's not, it's not like we need constant reassurance or validation because a lot of people like me, well, I can only speak for me. I'm very confident in who I am. Yes. I know what I offer you. Mm-hmm. I know that you probably ain't going to find it in too many more people. Nah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm to be cherished. But I think that the people that I tend to go for don't understand or can't handle the intensity. Mm. I think in order I think in order to handle an intense person, you have to be confident, like you have to be sure of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it's like that person is going to require more from you mm-hmm. than someone who's not as intense. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. I I I I'm catching where you throw in, you know? <laughs> I mean, um uh honestly you know, for a person like yourself that's, like, really intense and really, you know, need that love and that attention and that feeling, you really got to start off with the friendship. You know, when you got that friendship and y'all built that bond first where it's like, yo, I know you. I was like, I know what you're doing before you even doing it. Like, I know what time you waking up in the morning because we're so close. We're so in niche. So it's like, if I don't talk to you for a little bit, it's not that deep because we've already established our bond outside of building this relationship. I think a lot of people are losing touch with the fundamentals of having successful relationships. I yes. believe every successful relationship should start off as a friendship. Yes. I don't think you should come in the door talking about, look, you know, um, I'm looking for somebody that I can spend the rest of my life with. You know, I'm trying to find someone to have kids. I, 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 hold on. I agree. <laughs> you know, listen. I think you look good. I think you're a nice, upstanding person. Let's talk. Let's have a couple conversations here and there, and let's just see how this thing goes. No strong expectations from either party. It's just we're going to go with the flow. And if we flow into some go, then we go with that, you know? But you got to kind of let it breathe. It's not easy, though. I know it's not easy. It's not. I I agree with the friendship route. Um, I know me. 
I have had, I don't know how to date. Mm. I know that about myself. Okay. I only know how to be in relationships. Oh, that's all I know how to do. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we get, so, we get so, to some right. Here. So I, I agree with the you should be friends first, but I don't even think some people understand what friendship entails. Mm. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Our it's like it's like our generation is like oh. You know, that's saying, if you don't hear from me for months, it doesn't mean that we're not friends. Yeah, but it's like some people need consistency. Mm, so so if, if you only going to speak to me once a month, mm-hmm. make sure you stay with that once a month. Because <laughs> when, you start, when you start doing a little bit too much, it's like, I'm going to expect that. Mm, you know, people true. start setting expectations based off of your actions. Yeah. So it's like, if you're always available... I'm going to, like, <laughs> at some point, I'm going to think, oh, she available. He, you know, whoever yeah, is available. Uh, ready. And then when you're like, wait a minute, no, I, I I, just want, no, I can't be available all the time. It's like, okay, but where did that come from? Like, yeah. it's like you start to think uh, and question. This is going to get a little interesting here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dating dating has languages and dating has boundaries. It doesn't matter who you are. There are levels and boundaries in all dating and relationships. And a lot of people just cross the boundary too quickly. So I say it like this. If we're dating, you know what I'm saying? We we out here, we um we've been talking for about uh, roughly 3 weeks now. And, you know, the first three weeks is bliss. It's like, oh, my God, we're talking about your life, my life, family, our favorite movies, you know, favorite Chinese food. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. And then after you get to know all of those little quirks that, you know, those first quick question answers, like what's your favorite color? Once you get past that, now you're in the meat and potatoes of seeing what this thing really has going for it. Now, that's when you got to change your language. You got to change the way this thing is moving. But a lot of people, they want to keep up with that first you know honeymoon stage but it grows and then it's going to grow into something where where's our dynamic where do we stand in this whole thing called dating and relating so you kind of gotta when you get into that point you gotta ease out a little bit see see where y'all stand and see how much y'all can really miss each other you know that 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 testing the water and finding out if you really like me and will you miss me when i'm gone is true you really got to take some time to just see how much they really care honestly nobody likes too much of anything you don't want too much water you don't want too much liquor you don't want too much nothing you don't want to overdo anything and i think conversation and coming on to somebody can be a little bit overdone when, you know, you got comfortable in that honeymoon stage where y'all was all goody, goody, gotty, gotty, you know. So you got to kind of know the language of dating. You got to know the language of relating. And that's not easy. Trust me. This took some time. I mean, like I was telling Jay, I was like, look, I mean, I've been pimping since pimping was popping, <laughs> you know. So I've had a lot of time out here in the field with it. But um, at the same sense, it's like you got to kind of feel the energy the person is giving you. Um I can get deeper into that. It, it gets lit. <laughs> well, no, I agree. I definitely agree. I, I can say that my last situation that I was in, I never felt like I was in a honeymoon phase. Oh, um, I, ne- I, I never part. got that vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, I just never did. I think she did, but I never got that vibe. It was almost, it was always like, oh, that's my friend. Like, that's just how yeah. it felt. And so, you know, for me, I'm a, someone described me as like, I'm a, we f- I feel a lot. Mm. So it's like, uh, if I like you and I vibe with you, I'm going to want to hang out with you. Straight up. 
you know, whenever I can. <laughs> like, I like to give my time to people I like. Yeah. So, <clears throat> for me, it was just like, oh, that's my friend. And I like spending time with her. And that's it. Like, I understand we don't have to see each other every day. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, you know, do whatever. But I need pe- I, I needed her to understand that. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, well, you know, I like to have time to myself and all this other stuff. And that's cool, but it's like, do you understand where I'm coming from? I'm not trying to hover over you. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just like to hang out with you. Right. <laughs> See, now, it, it gets interesting because what's, what happens is, is like, all right, I tell this to a lot of my, because I'm like, I really coach people in this relationship life. And, you know, I have one of my, some of my friends, they had that same situation. And I said, you need a hobby. You I did need, need a hobby. You need something that you love more than people. Until somebody can show up and take that love and multiply it. Because they won't take it away. They'll never take it away. It's your hobby. You love it. So you need to find something that you can do that you can give all that love energy to and let them have a little time to themselves. Even if you're not calling somebody, we are energy, you know? So somebody could be way across, all the way on the other side of town. But if your energy is pulsating for that person, they can feel it. So your energy got to pulsate somewhere else so that way they don't feel, like, over overwhelmed. Like, dang, like, shoot. Bad, I feel you now. Not only do I feel you and you texting me, not only you texting me, you telling me we got to go on a date. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Let me give me a, give me a little space. Let me breathe a little bit, and I'm going to come back to you. I mean, the best thing is, you know, they said rule number 99, stay on their mind. You know, you got to <laughs> you gotta find your ways to stay there as well as show them that, look, I care about you, but we're going to let this thing grow. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you come to me. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, it's like the tease. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, all right, I'm just saying this is me. No, no, no. I, I 100%. <laughs> I agree, and I hear that. Um, I think, but I also think it takes two people knowing what they actually want from someone. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you start out saying, I want this, but then it just, like, you change your mind constantly. It's like, all right, so... What, what is that other person now supposed to do? Because mm-hmm. it's like, we started here. Mm-hmm. Then you, at another level, it's like, all right, well, wait a minute. Like, Listen, let, I'm let, you, let me catch up. People don't know what they want. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. <laughs> they have no idea. They have no clue what they want. You know, your classic people come with the same line. So you're telling me we all want the same thing? You know, they come at you and say, so, you know, what is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're looking for in a relationship? Well, I'm looking for a friend, you know, somebody that I can chill with. Somebody, you know, maybe we can go out sometime and have fun. Somebody can call all the time. No, you know what I'm saying? But in reality, you're looking for somebody that, you know, that'll just be there for you or be at that person that will be a text message away. You know, you're looking for something that's, different but you just don't know how to express what you're looking for so you give this classic line and then as time goes on people even realize that no you don't really want what you're saying you want something else that you don't even know yourself see i I know what i want i want a companion i don't necessarily need a relationship Mm -hmm. but like the i don't typically date people often (laughs) so prior to this last person i hadn't dated anyone in three years so it's like when i decide to date you that's because i actually there's something about you mm. that i'm connected to yeah. and i'm not sure what it is but i'm feeling it i'm feeling it <laughs> and so it's like i don't necessarily go out to look for relationships it's like i like i like companionship 
Mm-mm. But the last person I was with, I could have seen myself in a relationship with that person. Um, and it wasn't a rush. It was just like, I'm. this is another thing. It's like, I don't want to waste my time. Mm. So what exactly are we doing? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> For real. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, do you see us being in a relationship? Like, what do you see? Because if you don't see it going anywhere besides this. Let's let this go. I, I, I need to, you know, I need to sever. Not saying I need to sever all ties, because, you know, I fuck with you. Like, we cool. you might, yeah, we cool, but yeah. romantically, I need to sever it. Yeah. Because I don't want to get my feelings all, you know, Google in a bunch. Right. And then, and then you like, nah, I don't want a relationship. That's Then fair. I want to fight. That's a... We <laughs> 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 go out here. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's completely fair. And I think that um, in a relationship, you should come... To the table, expressing exactly what you are seeing in this thing going forward. Like, how do you feel about me? How do you feel about even having a relationship in general? Hey, one time I was dating this one guy. I mean, he looked gorgeous. He was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, look, you know what I'm saying? I'm into you. You into me. I'm feeling this whole conversation. So, I mean, are you thinking about you know, having a relationship or building something more. And he was like, I mean, I'm really not in a position for a relationship right now. Boom. I said, okay, I can leave now. Check. <laughs> he was like, you just going to leave? Like, Right. Right. <laughs> in that conversation, I've had that conversation. I was like, all right, well, if, if, if it's going to be that way, then everything changes. Everything. And at the point it was, she was like, no, I don't understand why things have to change because, we're not heading anywhere. What are we doing? <laughs> That's why things have to change. Exactly. And then she was like, oh, well, well, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> then, then it was a never mind, never mind type of situation. Like, oh, well, we can do it this way. Yeah. It was like, well, so, you know, me being who I am and me being, oh, whatever, I'm just like, all right, cool, we'll do it this way. And then, you know, long story short, she's not around anymore. <laughs> but it's just like, not not my doing, but it's just like, I know I, I that taught me mm-hmm. I only know how to be in relationships. Mm, that taught cool. me that I don't know how to date. <laughs> I need to learn how to date. <laughs> I, I need to not be attached so easily. It's mm, level. Just just because I'm vibing and you're like I I'm attracted to your energy. Yeah. And you're attracted to mine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I should be, I should attach to that. Yeah. Just enjoy it for the moment. Just enjoy it. I know. There you go. Take that deep breath. I know. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I I wish I knew what I know now then. we Listen, that's the story of our lives. We all <laughs> wish we knew what we knew now then. I mean, I'd be a millionaire at 18. Come on. We would have got this thing done. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, for me, I think. I mean, I was chilling before I met her, like chilling, not seeing, not doing anything, not dating nobody, not talking to nobody, just having fun, hanging out, doing whatever. And then here she kind of fucking messing, you know, mixing up the world. And it was like, <laughs> now I got to think about stuff. And I think sometimes people also don't understand that, you know, people come into your life to teach you things. Yes. And absolutely. that's that's their sole purpose. Yep. It's just to teach you mm-hmm. either what you deserve, mm-hmm. what you don't deserve. Mm. Um, or to teach you things about yourself. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I think that situation, although I would have loved for it to last longer, it taught me that it brought out my creativity. Mm. I started this after that. 
Yes. Look at that. I started a lot of things after that. And it was yes. like, even being around her and being with her, it was like, she gave me a lot of motivation to, yes. do, to do a lot of things. She doesn't know this, but she, if she ever listened, she gave me a lot of motivation to do a lot of things. I love it. And that's how Mary J. Blige made all her CDs. <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> And it was just like, at the time, I couldn't really put a lot of things into fruition. But it's like, now that she's not here, it's like, wow, look at all the time and the space and opportunity you got. Right, right. So, And you know what's so funny? I find it to be that, you know, when people finally make a decision to choose their goals and their achievements and pursuing their dreams, then somebody all of a sudden wants to come. And then you really ain't got time. Right. It's crazy. Right. It's like now, like, the people that I have been meeting, it's like, all right. I don't know what kind of stuff you want, but uh, I don't really, I don't really have to deal with it. I don't really feel like dealing with it. Like straight up, right? I'm alright. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's it's crazy. Um, like I was talking to someone else. She's she was younger, but she she's on a dating app. So first of all, y'all, if you're on a dating app, you're not looking for friends on a dating app. Because no one on that dating app is looking for a friend. This is so true. <laughs> this stop is going, so true. Stop <laughs> going on dating apps looking for friends. That's not what it's for. It's for some <laughs> for you to date people. And so she's like, well, you know, I'm only looking for friends. If something else happens, that's fine. I said, this ain't the place you want that. You want to start that type of foundation. <laughs> this app ain't where you want to start that app. It's not because people on this app are looking to just either have sex or to start dating. Isn't this the truth? Yes. Yeah, I like to nip that that knock that sex out the bud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's another thing. Sex. I really don't think if you're dating, and then you're looking to build something with somebody, I think that you should wait in a substantial, substantial amount of time before you have sex. <sighs> that was my thought with <laughs> the last situation, but you know. One thing led to another, and another, and, another. another. <laughs> and it didn't. It, it I didn't know it at all. It was just like, <laughs> all right, this is it. And it was like I tried in my mind. My mind was like, in my mind, I was like, yeah, you know, I want to, um, you know, let's let's just you know take this slow, be cool, see if we really like each other, wait a while. And she was like, all right, that's cool. But then something else said, nah. Look, let me tell you, pimp game number one. <laughs> Listen, the the way the way the way this thing goes is, however, I say like nut, you know, nut stays in your brain, like nut floats in your brain, male nut, woman, whatever nut you think of, <laughs> it stays in your brain until it's released, right? So, as long as that nut is in the brain, you're in a good space. Like everything that you're doing, they can remember. Like they gonna remember all these moments and times. But as soon as that nut leaves the brain, once that release. Whatever y'all had going on is where you stop. For instance, so you haven't met the mom or you haven't um, been out of town together or done anything like special before y'all had sex, then chances are it's, it's, it's done. Like it's like you don't have nothing to build on no more. Like they don't care about building. You done got the prize. You done won the cookie. It's over. It's done. We can just move forward now. <laughs> it's well, rare that a relationship that started off with sex too early actually goes the long haul. No, you you you're right for most I, people, I, I, but for me, me I love sex too. I'm sorry. One, once I do it, it's like I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
that be the people I get. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I'm like, uh, all right, so um, you want to come to my family reunion? Like, <laughs> and I'm the opposite. See, we opposites on this one. Because once I hit it, I'm like, mm, I just noticed that you got that mold. <laughs> And that mole is bothering me. <laughs> I'm like, so, like, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Like, do you want to come over? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> no, we done did it now. So, like, for me, sex is a very intimate thing. So, it's just like, I really have to, like, feel something for you to even do it. Yeah. Because if I don't like you, like, if I'm just talking to you, whatever. Yeah. We probably never want him sex. See, in the pimp in me, you know what I'm saying? It's not a feeling. It's a, it's a, it's a look. Like I said, you look like somebody I need to have sex with. Oh, okay. <laughs> now that's different. Like, I need to get this up off me real quick with you, you know? Nah. And, and however it's going to take for me to get to that point, I'm willing to do that work. And then, you know, once I finally get it, I'm going to be good. Like, it's cool. Not saying that I'm just a hit it and quit it girl, you know? But in, in the long stream, if you haven't really built, built anything with me to really make me want to stay past that, chances are I'm going to be gone before you know it. Sadly, I know it's sad. I'm no, it's not. It's not because a lot of people feel that way. I wish I could feel that way. That's why I'm in this whole phase. Well, I'm trying to be in, in this whole phase. Like it has not been successful whatsoever because my mind is like, you don't really like this person, so why would you have sex with him? But I have to understand. That's the whole point. <laughs> So real. That's the whole point. Yeah. You, you don't like this person, so, so yeah. even better. Let's like go. hit it, know. knock it off. And yeah. keep it moving. And then you want to know what's interesting? People, the guys that I like, if I really like them and I really want to bring them home, you don't even want to know how long I make them wait for sex. It's probably unprecedented in the millennial generation. But like six months? Eight. Oh, okay. It's like, I don't know why. It's like always this eight-month marker. It's like eight months, we're not going to do anything. And it's not like I'm saying we're not going to do anything. Normally, I maintain a friendship. I'd be like, look. I like you. I think you look good. I think you're a great guy, blah, blah, blah. I said, let's just cool. Let's just be cool and hang out and do our thing. I don't care what you do. Like, I allow him to do whatever he want to do, but you ain't getting this for some time. Yeah, see, initially, I was like that. I was like, hey, let's just be cool. Let's just see what where things go. Let's just take it slow. She was like, yeah, but I really like you. And I was, okay. <laughs> and so, you know, me being me, I'm like, all right. And, you know, it won't hurt a little bit. Just just letting <laughs> off a little bit. But I, I, I've also learned to just go with my first mind. Straight up. So it's like if I feel like I just want to take things slow and see where it goes, mm -hmm. I need to stay with that. Boom. Because the more I go along with what they do, they have the power and the control now. Listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rule number 28. Listen up. Whoever loves the most has the least control. Whoever loves the least have the most control. Exactly. This is the rules of life. Exactly. I don't I'm learning like to that. Give up my control. I'm like, I don't love you. Right. I don't feel nothing for you. I, I'm learning that. <laughs> I'm learning that the person who loves the most has the most has the least control. Straight I'm, up. I'm learning that. Straight up. I, I I think though, also with this generation though, I think that. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I think it, love love in this generation, millennial generation, is a lost art. I mm. think it's like people don't want love anymore. Mm -hmm. They just want a vibe. Yeah. And like A lot you. of people don't know what love is. Right. You know? And it's like, for me, I had to learn. Her and I didn't end well, but it's like. 
that doesn't take my love away. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, I still love you for who you are to me mm-hmm. while we were in the moment together. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you did some shady shit, but <laughs> <laughs> I still love who you were to me. Right. And the person that you showed me, mm-hmm. that's who I, I, I love. Yeah. Not the person that came after that. Yeah. And it's always another side. Right. And so time. it's like, you know, sometimes you got to love people unconditionally. And I don't think people understand that. I think a lot of times mm. people have conditions. Absolutely. One is like, well... I'm only going to love you if you with me. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you really <laughs> love a person, regardless, like, regardless if they with you or not, if mm-hmm. that, that happiness should should matter. Yes. And with me, it, that's how it was. It was like, as long as you're happy, mm-hmm. it doesn't. you don't have to be happy with me. Mm-hmm. But if you leave me and go with somebody else, if they make you happy, I'm happy. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to fight. Be, right, because, cause you know, that's the love. That's yeah. the unconditional love. Right. I that love you have. Right. That right. you have. You have for a person, and I don't think people really understand. I think that's scary to a lot of people. Yeah. Because they never had love. Yeah. Like yeah. even e- either, you know, from their parents, mm-hmm. their family. Yeah, and a lot of time it started off when they were young. They were lacking love, or they've been abused, and so much happened in their their youth. That they don't really, they're not properly cultivated to have an adult relationship. A lot of times I, I get into different relationships and we first got to repair what happened before, before we can even move forward. You know, so I find myself investing a lot of time, effort and energy to cultivate their mind and get them into the space to love. Right. You know, that that's work by itself, but... Because you, you don't want to go into a relationship thinking that everything is all good and gravy and then something pops up. Right. So you want to start working on that stuff early. But a lot of people, I, I say for myself, I thank God because my parents were together since they were 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like soulmates. I've only seen my parents fight once and they were still calling each other. But F you, honey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they were still loving each other. Like I, I don't. So I don't know anything other than love. And I know the type of energy that love filters through. You understand? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when I'm out here and I'm dating, I tell people, I said, you know, I'm going to give you an experience that you never had before. Right. But what I need you to do is just roll with my flow and we'll go from there because, uh, oh, my God, I've heard so many Mm -hmm. relationships end because they bring in stuff that they used to do to their Mm -hmm. old relationships into this new thing. I'm like, nah, baby, listen, what we're going to do is start fresh. Mm Mm-hmm. Flow in my flow, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because you giving, you can't give somebody else the control. You don't know where they come from. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to create boundaries. And the number one best way to enter into a relationship and make it healthy is to be selfless. Yeah. You got to come in that thing wholeheartedly trying to figure out how to please your lover. You know what I'm saying? Outside of sex. You know what I'm saying? You got to get right. creative because the bedroom is only the cherry at the top of the cake. <laughs> the cake is right. the size of a whole table. Right. Come on. We got to do more. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, I, it, wow. I I definitely agree with that. For me, it I used to think, I, I'm very, vo- first of all, on here, I'm very transparent. I'm very vocal about my whole life what we love to hear. and everything. So I used to think, well, I did struggle with abandonment issues earlier in life, but it was like last year I really came to terms that, you know, it wasn't that I struggled with abandonment. It was uh, my anxiety played a lot in a lot of 
played a lot of parts in a lot of things mm-hmm. and how I responded to things, especially when it came to people I was dating. Yeah. Um, so because so because I didn't have my anxiety under control, mm-hmm. I used to think that it was my abandonment. And so oh. it would come out like yeah. I was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now I have... Now you guys know I'm on Zoloft. So <laughs> Zoloft commercial. Right. So y'all know I'm calm. <laughs> and so, you know, but I did struggle with abandonment. I went to therapy. Therapy is very important also. I really think I, I don't think I don't think people understand this. Like before you get in a relationship, before you start dating, you know, l- let one situation die or why you in that. Once that situation die, go go seek therapy. Yes. Because it'll help you put a lot of things Please. into perspective and it'll help you understand why you are the way you are in yes, relationships. And bringing all that baggage to somebody else. Right. Right. And it was like for me when I would bring my issues in, I'm like, "Wait a minute. I'm not looking for you to heal that." Mhm. I'm not looking this isn't for you to to deal with. This mm-hmm. isn't for you to fix. Mm. This is my stuff. Straight up. And unfortunately, I'm bringing it to you. <laughs> but, you know, I don't... I And I apologize. Mm. Because it's not for you to fix or handle. At all. Um, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a lot more calmer <laughs> now, y'all. Because I'm on Zolo. So, <laughs> so, things just roll off my back now. Um, mm. And, you know, even with that, it's just like... I wonder how it would have been had I got my anxiety situated prior. Mm. That's a I'm a I'm a different person now. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm a way different person now. Man, on, this is a good commercial for medi- them. <laughs> I had, had to get sponsorship. On man. medication <laughs> than I was prior to medication. Um, so yeah, I I, I think that people uh should should definitely seek therapy mm-hmm. while while you know while they're dating or uh bef- before they start dating someone or really mm-hmm. try to get into something serious. Because if you can't handle someone's breakdown, yes. then you can't handle them. Because <laughs> breakdowns are a part of, is 50-50. A person Absolutely. is 50-50. Right. It's 50% happiness and 50% sadness. Straight up. Yeah. So if you can't handle the other 50%, you don't need to be dating anybody. You just go ahead and let it be. Right. But you know, uh, it's so many levels to dating. Oh, it's annoying. Because, you know, there's five stages to all people. You know mm. what I'm saying? Five stages to manhood, five stages to womanhood. One of the things I tell people, to, you know, that I help when they're dating, I say, well, what stage is this man or woman in right now? And I'm like, so you got malehood. Which is, you know, baby stage. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of figuring their things out, just realizing they have a penis. We're going to use the men <laughs> as an example. <laughs> then you got boyhood. A lot of the men these days are stuck in boyhood. In boyhood, you just want to play with your toys. You know what I'm saying? They might have nice cars or play their video games or whatever. They're not ready for the extent of what's next, which is manhood. Manhood is when you're you're coming into yourself. You're coming into defining who you are as a man or a woman. You can still apply the same for women. And then after manhood comes husbandhood. You know what I'm saying? Husbandhood should not it should not be missed because the last one is fatherhood. So a lot of us are improperly in position. I actually wrote a huge dissertation for this. A lot of doctors took it and ran. But, oh, really? You know, yeah, it's like we can't, you can't expect to be a woman and then dealing with somebody that's still a child. Got you. You're always going to not see the same viewpoint. They're always going to miss the cue. And it's like it's going to frustrate the hell out of you. 
Levels are important. I immediately, if I see a man that's a little boy who has boy tendencies, you know what I'm saying, putting this thing in everything, that's one of my number one pet peeves. I'm like, if you can't control your penis, who says you can control anything that we got going <laughs> right. on? Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's certain things and levels that you got to look into that lover and be like, are you really ready for what we have to bring? Right. Relationships should not be taken lightly. This is the right. person you're going to be with forever. They have the influence to ruin your life. Right. You know, you got to put that stuff into perspective. But I swear, we're just in a generation where it's just like, they, we don't put these things into consideration. All we think about is right now, I need to feel good. And it's so sad. Exactly. We have these options where you can get on Pornhub right now and right. get one off so fast <laughs> that it's like, do I really need a relationship? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a hard battle out here. So you got to find where you fit in in the matrix, you know? Right. That's a... Hey, listen, thank y'all for coming to our TED Talk. Um, listen, <laughs> listen, levels. <laughs> that was her TED Talk. Um, yeah, I think, I I don't think guys. So I wouldn't be able to relate to that. But I do have male friends who I do see that. And I do have male friends who have uh, been in a situation where uh, I think they fall a lot to the traditional pressures of, hey, I had a kid, so now I got married. It's like, nah. <laughs> no, act. Nah. You, you do what you feel is best for you and her and the child. Listen. So as long as I feel like as long as the child is taken care of and that's happy, all that matters. that's all that matters. We don't have to force this thing. You know, I have to ruin my life forever. I mean, I'm good. <laughs> Let me handle the baby. I can do this. You know what I'm saying? I keep it moving. You know. Now, I mean, look, I, I can I can float both ways on this stream. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes down to women, you know that one out of every three women have been sexually abused. Oh wow, I didn't know that. One out of every three. So like, if we had the third chicken here. She probably got touched, you know what I'm right. saying, the spouse. But it is what it is. And a lot of times that sexual abuse that they dealt with has changed their perspective in of love and what love really means. Right. A lot of times, you know, you got to dig into that woman and be like, so what do you define as love? Like if you had to define love, what makes you feel loved? Right. You know, and a lot of times their love is some wild, aggressive sex. <laughs> Listen. Like some just improving. came, some just came to mind. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, you have, <laughs> oh wow, you make such it's a good so real. point. Because, It'd be like, I mean, listen, look, I had my taste of women back in the day. I let them go because they're a little crazy. <laughs> but I dated a young woman, and you know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, I, <laughs> this is deep. All right, listen. So when we finally decided to have sex, I, she, I was a soft lover. You know, I come right. from a soft family. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I'm all trying to caress the stuff. Right. She asked that out immediately. It was like, no. Like, she pulled out the whole, you know, you ever saw that movie uh, Friday, with next Friday, right. where he had all the toys. She right. pulled out all the toys. Right. The whips, the oil. I was like, good Jesus. Like, what is all of this? So, you know, she opened me up to a world that I never even knew. I mean, honestly, she taught me how to have sex. So I appreciate her <laughs> for that. But outside of that, no, it was you like, make, wow. 
this is why she and I asked her, I said, How'd you get this way? You make a really She got molested her whole life, so that's what she did. You make a really good point. It is <laughs> I feel like that's because they don't want to feel the emotion. I'm telling you. See now we preach with it. Now we're healing. Because you know, I tell people <laughs> all the time, sex sex is an energy transfer. And I'm not I'm in a whole face. So <laughs> Well wait a minute. But prior to my whole face, I wasn't I'm not open to just transferring my in- energy with just anybody. Yeah. Because people don't understand that sticks with you. Absolutely. Like, people don't like you wonder why she crazy. It's because y'all sticky. still spiritually connected. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's like you got to clear that out. Right. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the people don't want to feel the the emotion and the intimacy behind you know with, with that it comes vulnerability right and you no don't want no vulnerable. no one wants to be vulnerable you can't trust people people I, are so untrustworthy i don't mind being vulnerable <laughs> you're good i'm proud of you i don't I, I don't mind being vulnerable like i'm a i'm a lover yeah so it's just like i'm gonna love you like yeah and i'm i'm extremely sensitive as well so it's like that's a lot <laughs> like i said i'm intense this is like intense. And it's like with Gemini's, people, we have the worst rap, but when it comes to love, we love hard. Yeah. So it's like, once you got us, it's, it's there. You you Loyal. ain't getting you ain't getting rid of us. Listen, it's straight like, up. <laughs> like, not at all. And, and you ain't getting rid of us. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you just made a really good point with, the, with sex. <laughs> you made me think about some things. You are absolutely right with that. Yes. Wow. It's, uh, it's real. Like, a lot of times... Um, Oh my God! It's, sexually, I can go. We can get deep because a lot of times people are stuck on their first orgasm. Like the first thing that made them release is like their favorite thing. Mm. It's it's so deep. It's so deep. You know what I mean? Mm. And it, um, a lot of times people don't know how to analyze their ideology to make it more fitting for their becoming of an adult. They just kind of been flowing on this path for 30 plus years and don't even realize that they just been on this path of destruction. You know, they never took and evaluated themselves. Right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> and I've been that for people. Like, you know, I've been the one to say, hey, you think, think you may want to go see a therapist? Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you think, know, you, you think you might want to break some stuff down? Right. You know, you, you know think, <laughs> you, you know, you're harboring a lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> you don't want to express it to someone, you know, you know, that, know could, somebody. that could actually <laughs> help you with that. Um, that's a professional. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, speaking of professionals, you guys, like, I have nothing against, um, you know, if you feel like seeing someone that looks like you uh, will help you better. But sometimes that's not always the case. Um, I know people, I know black women who have gone to black female therapists and they hated their experience. Um, it's really finding a therapist that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you sh- I wouldn't recommend going in with the idea, oh, she has to be a black woman if I'm a black woman or he has to be a black man if mm-hmm. I'm a black man. Yeah, that may help socially mm-hmm. for things socially. Mm-hmm. But as far as your internal breakdown and, like, what's going on, I don't really think color matters. Yeah. I think it just really depends on how they work for you mm-hmm. and what's going on with you and how they help you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may not find a therapist on the first try that works for you. Mine just so happened I found one that works for me on the first <laughs> try. 
Well, look I, at that. Right. <laughs> I, I have a therapist and a psychiatrist. So. Oh, man. <laughs> I need to get on your level. <laughs> <laughs> so they work for me and they're not black. So um, I just want to throw that out there as well. Like, it's okay. Uh, it's okay to, to seek help anyway. If someone loves you, they're going to encourage you as well this to do it. This is true. This is true. They Especially if they know, you. right, if they know what you have going on. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can feel it. Yeah. You know, when you're dating someone and you really connect to that person or you're really connected to that person, you can feel things about them that they haven't even told you. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, you're very, you know, you can tell when someone's very, like, closed off. Yeah. You could, and I know me, I'm going to start asking questions. So like this is so pivotal. So you like, how you how's your list. relationship with your parents? Like, I start breaking. This is perfect. <laughs> that you know that it might not be ready, but this is the kind of questions you need to right because I can <laughs> I can just see you're like closed off in a way. Yeah. That only people with certain I've seen with certain issues or mm-hmm. that have gone through certain things are. Yeah. You know. You aren't very trusting, which you shouldn't be, but your level of trust is way different than someone else's. Right. So, you know, what, you know, how was your childhood? Like, you got to ask the right (laughs) question. Yeah, you got to. I know people who have, who have gotten married and didn't start asking questions until they got married. Oh, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, please. Oh, my God. No. So what about this person makes you want to marry them? Like, like hmm. what? Superficial goals, superficial <laughs> needs. Like, yeah, you know, money. Yeah, I see it all on like social media or whatever. And um, I'm I'm actually writing a another podcast about black love. Mm. And you know, I watched the black love documentary, and some of them was just like, mm. y'all didn't really start like getting into it until like. Y'all got married. Listen, (laughs) listen. I'm confused. Oh, my God. Black love is so sweet. I love black love because the relatability, you know, it's like it's nothing better than to be loved and connected to somebody that can understand where you come. Right. You know, me, I date. Y'all know I date people of all races. I have dated people of all races. She's just an (laughs) all-star. I have dated people of all races, but my favorite, it was a black woman. Like it, it, it felt like a, a privilege yeah. to me. Um, and I don't know if it was just her or if it was just if it's just black women. Period. Yeah. It could be just black women. Period. It was just black women. <laughs> 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 but I used to tell her all the time, like I feel like it's a privilege. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Be to you know to be to experience you in this space. Yeah. Um, it's love, right? I love it, right? Like I'm I've a- never um said. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I never <laughs> dated outside of my race. Mm-hmm. I tried. I really, really? Did give it a good shot. I've dated a Middle Eastern. She, she, she was. That's hot. <laughs> she I had a one night stand with a Middle Eastern. <laughs> that was a hot night though. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was a bit wild. She was crazy, but it was. Nah. They're very ter- territorial. Yes, and that's what I didn't like about that one night stand. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you are." They are very <laughs> territorial. Um, but it, yeah, that was a that was a different experience, both good and bad. Yeah. Um, I've dated white uh, and black. Yeah, I don't mind dating outside my race. Like, it's not an issue to me. But now, as I've gotten older, I have a preference for black women. Yeah, I, I like that. Mm. 
that that energy, that soul. That right. I can't help it. It's like I I love it. I'm not saying that any other race is lacking. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, everybody got their thing, you know. And it's just like because of my life experiences, I feel like it's just a little bit more relatability. Now, if I met uh, someone of another persuasion and they could really feel my vibe just off of who I am as a person, because that will be that next level. I, I might give it a shot, but it just so happens that normally don't work like that. That'd be a lucky day. And a lot of people are like that. And I, I get it. I get it. Um, I like to experience different people. So, yeah, yeah. you just never know what you're going to get with. Got to roll the dice. Right. You, you know. just never know what you're going to get. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I'm only really interested in dating black women. But yeah. uh, I have like a certain like look and everything <laughs> that I that I go for. Um. Yeah, this was a really. I think Ooh. my listeners gonna. I think they they like you. Like they gonna oh like my, you. They gonna. I know I'm gonna get well, some. I, I pushed the boundaries. Right. I don't know. You might like me now. Hate I, me I know I'm gonna get some <laughs> inboxes and some texts and some calls. We like. We like her. Um, <laughs> that was a, when you bringing her back. I don't um, want to hurt nobody though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I might not have no filters moving forward. I so mean, see how that's gonna go. Because <laughs> because I'm telling you, these are conversations I have with my friends all the time about relationships. Um, and it's just like people just don't know. Yeah. Um, people aren't mature enough to really do the things that they say they want to do. Yeah. Um, at all right they don't understand what comes with it no like you sure you want to do are you sure you about this life (laughs) like did you think about everything like right what about what (laughs) it's so many little things right so many things right right that will just push you over and they you know they say the thing you don't you don't go off of a person by what you have in common it's about really what you can tolerate. Right. People bring things that you really might not be able to take. And guess what? I'm going to tell you this. And I don't know if somebody ever told anybody. You can't change nobody. You can't. You can't. Don't even try. You can't. And, I, and, I, and, and oh, <laughs> you bring up another good point. You can't change anyone. And I know you can't change anyone. I don't ever try to change anyone. Yeah. It's not, it's not I, possible. Because I'm like, if I made it this far with you, obviously I... I like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Fair something enough. about you, you I like. Um, so why would I want to change that? Because yeah. then I don't know what I'm getting. Exactly. At least, at least you how you are, I know what I'm getting. Straight up. <laughs> I may not like some of the things, but I don't want to change it. This is it. This is what I got. Right. That, Take it uh, for what it is. That that is that is a great <laughs> a great point. I think sometimes we focus on changing a person or oh this person is trying to change me or this person is trying to do this and this and it's like some people are trying to change people yeah some people some i have heard some women say oh i can change them no you can't no you can't a woman especially cannot change me and my dad have those conversations all the time he's (laughs) like you know for some reason women think they can change people and they can't it's not possible yeah he's like if that guy, or if I wanted to change, I would. Yeah, straight up. On my own. Yeah. I don't, I don't need and you see, to do it. that's the thing. If, if you really want to be effective, because you're not going to change, but if you want to influence and be effective, show them the path. Do the things that you want them to do. Don't be a hypocrite and say, I want you to be all of this, but I'm nowhere near. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you really want to influence change, because that's all you can do is bring influence, be a living example of what you want that person to be. Right. That's the only way you can do it. There's no, there's right. no other way. Right. Yeah. That's right. It. You can influence. <laughs> right. Keyword is influence. Influence. And it right. might not work. Right. It <laughs> might not. Because if that person isn't there yet to say, 
you know, how I am could improve. Listen, <laughs> then that's it. Right. They, they're not going to improve. It's just like when people do shady things, they're not going to realize that the things they do are shady mm. until they've gone somewhere else to say and, you know, actually put the motions, you know, in action to say, I'm a change. And then they look back and say, damn. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, you know, I fucked up a good person or I fucked up a good thing or I shouldn't have did that yeah. or that was, you know, that was trifling or that was shady. They have to want to change. That's it. They have <laughs> That's to the win. only way they're going to realize that the way they behaved mm-hmm. was shitty. <laughs> Straight up. They got to go through their <laughs> own processes. Right. Tell people do not avoid the process. The process is the learning. Go through it. Don't run from it. Go through it. Feel it. Feel don't neglect yourself the opportunity to feel. Right. Let I think that feeling comes with vulnerability. It does. You have to be vulnerable but to come feel. come on, you got one life. I mean, come on. You were born. Be thankful that you get a chance to feel. You're absolutely right. Mm. Wow, guys. This has been another Ooh, great episode. <laughs> uh, I gave you Shakti Kafi um, last week, and now we have Brittany. Roy. She created Millennial Mingles. Millennial Mingles. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's, it's really cool. Into, yeah, we get into some conversations. We're coming back strong up in the new year. You know, um, it was getting deep. That's all I can say. <laughs> Millennials were not ready. <laughs> we still aren't. I don't think our generation, Generation Z damn sure ain't going to be ready. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> they damn sure ain't going to be ready. Up. Um, it's going to be some generations after us before they, it finally clicks like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I get it. (laughs) Right. This actually isn't bad to act right. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, was about to say, do you, do you have any social medias that people can follow you? Oh yeah. Um, millennial mingles. We're on, uh, what you call them? Uh, Instagram. Yes. So we got YouTube. We got Instagram. On Instagram, it's more going to be uh, advice. It's um, a lot of great pictures. You know, I'm a picture girl. So it's great pictures and advice um, on dating and how to, you know, really be effective to your partner. And uh, on the YouTube, of course, you're going to see the whole videos and stuff like that. I also have my own Instagram, B Fauntleroy. Um, you'll be able to, you know, see my name. It's nothing. It's B underscore Fauntleroy. So if you want to check me out there, I'm there too. And um, yeah, that's that's all I'm flowing with. Um, so in this part, uh, I like to give my shout out. Shout out to We Are Back in Home Studio, I should say. Big Improv. Shout out to them. They have classes on Sundays and throughout the week. Improv classes. Check them out. They have free shows every night. Check them out. Um, I've explained what improv was. Uh, if you don't know what it is, think SNL. Um, I also want to shout out to everyone that's checked us out. Um, been supporting me. Don't forget to mix and mingle. It's an interactive happy hour. We will be getting people off their phones and interacting with people in each other. Ooh, um, that's great. If I see anyone on their phone, you will have to take the shot of the nastiest stuff that they have at, <laughs> at the restaurant. Leave your um, phone in the car. <laughs> right. Um, but come out, have a great time. The food is amazing. Um, it's getting in Island Cuisine. Uh, it's 
We have one on January 29th and February 5th in time for Valentine's Day. So come get a boo. Um, it's 90 R&B vibes. So you know how things can get with 90s R&B vibes. It just puts you in the mood to yes. want to mingle with people. Um, so check us out. Follow the Instagram. R- the RSVP link is on my personal Instagram and the podcast Instagram. Please RSVP. The reason why I need you guys to RSVP is because I want to make the restaurant's job a lot easier by knowing how many people <laughs> they should be expecting. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. Right. Because, you know, I've been in situations where I went to a night brunch and the restaurant was not prepared. Oh, my God. And the night brunch has upwards of about 100 people that comes. Ooh-wee. And they only had like three people on staff. Listen. So they had to keep <laughs> calling people and they ran out of food. Oh, my so God. So it's like. Yeah, please RSVP. There's a reason why I want you guys to RSVP. It's not not for my. I know black people don't RSVP. I get it. But yes. I know how y'all also get when y'all, y'all food not out when y'all wanted to be out. When <laughs> people know. not giving you your drinks when, when you're ready to get another drink. So it, it's a reason why I need you guys to RSVP. Um, got two DJs. DJ Don Vaughn. Damar. Um, he's DJing on the 29th, and we got DJ Lexi Lex uh, on February 5th. Um, what else did I want to say? Shout out to um, everyone that listened to the last episode. Shout out to Shakti Kafi. Make sure you guys are hitting her up. She's great. She still comes, like, we keep in contact. Like, she sends me love and like every um, every week, and I appreciate it because I need that type of stuff in my life. But, like, hit her up for all your spirituality needs. Um, and I think I have a proverb for today. Hmm. Let oh, me this see. This is on a good Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I try to, uh, I try to end with a, A proverb. Um, so here it is. So for the next two weeks until we meet again, I want I want this to stay with you. Loan someone your strength instead of reminding them of their weakness. Mm, that's good. And on that note, have a great week, two weeks. Happy New Year. I hope your New Year is as great as mine has been going. Um, and see you next time. <laughs>